All right, what is going on, everybody? Happy Saturday, happy St. Patty's weekend. Let's talk sports. Um, so, this is going to be a very interesting episode because in the past week, there have been some pretty insane things. Me and Luke are going to get into those very shortly. Um... But it's been a pretty good day so far. Luke, uh, Luke had his playoff game for his basketball league. Mm-hmm. Got a quick dub. They uh, they kind of crushed them. A little bit, a little bit. Um, <sighs> talk about it a little bit. I don't know. We've been we haven't been the greatest crap all year. We've been pretty crap all year. We um we were one in ten somewhere around there. But the thing I don't feel like your team is bad. No. I, okay, what I was thinking is that when there was tryouts, somebody did really well in tryouts because I just don't feel like there's that many good people on our team. I feel like somebody that's not really that good did really well in tryouts and coach was like, oh, he's really good, but didn't perform in game. I don't know. I I think you guys have the talent. Yeah. Very much so. But you don't know how to work together as a team sometimes. And today they were they were destroying them. They probably had like 15 steals, a couple blocks. Like you guys were really throwing the yeah. hammer down. So yeah. So this was kind of like the first round. Um, so you guys were the nine seed, uh-huh. and he they were facing the eight seed. And now tomorrow at six, you're uh-huh. facing the number one seed. Uh-huh. So it's going to be a pretty pretty intense game, but if they play the way that they did today, I definitely think you can uh, come out on top. Yes. How many points d- did you have? Uh, I had... I think I just had seven. I had a three. Because you had the three, you had the sidestep, and then um, a layup. Yeah. Fast break. I got them about... You, you, don't, you don't need them. Okay. So, I think we forgot to do this last time. I kind of want to start. Well, let's do start bench cup. Start bench cup. Um, okay. So yeah, so this is a little segment that we're gonna do. We we're gonna do it last week. We didn't end up doing it because we got a little distracted. So start bench cut. Y'all know the drill. We're gonna three or four players, right? Three. Three. Um, and then we're gonna name them. We're gonna pick who we want to start bench and cut. So I think that that'll be a fun. All right. So first one is LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Quiller. Uh, <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna start LeBron bench KD and cut Kawhi. I was gonna do the same thing. Okay. Yeah, I think we're in agreement. All right, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and KD. I'm gonna. I I'll start. We'll go on and off. Um, I. I would definitely start Harden. Sit KD and cut. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna start KD and then bench Harden. And Whoa, maybe Russ. not this year. No, um, Kyrie, Damian Lillard, and Steph Curry. I'm gonna start Steph Curry, bench Kyrie, yep. and yep, same, yep. sit and cut for Lillard. sure. Uh, Allen Iverson, Curry, and Russ. I'm gonna. I would start Iverson, bench Curry, yeah. Russ would yes, be gone. Yes, I agree. I, agree. <laughs> um, I feel like these aren't that hard. They're pretty much, we've got it. 
Harden, Paul George, and Giannis, the three MVP candidates. Giannis, Harden, and PG-13. Okay. So what what is this team that we're creating? Are we just doing the best overall player or the player that's going Pretty to much. win or that's going to win in a 1v1 with just, uh, you know I think whatever. we're just ranking the players that they're getting pretty much. Okay, if I was actually making a team, if I was a coach of a one-on-one with one backup player, I would start Harden. You're insane. If Bench Giannis. If you're doing those No, because Harden mm, is is no. a scorer, man. But Gian- no, Giannis he is will better break everybody. Want. Yeah, but Giannis is so cutthroat straight down the middle. He just will dunk on you. Harden exactly. Harden's pretty. I like how he and He doesn't dunk around. on you the whole, No. It's nope. it's it's Giannis Harden PG thirteen, yeah. Nope. Giannis, LeBron, Katie. Best three small forwards in the league. I would start LeBron. Okay, okay. I would start LeBron. This year, Giannis, KD, LeBron. This year. Overall, like, then it would go LeBron, Giannis, KD. But this year, it would be Giannis, KD, LeBron. No! Yes. What? You would cut LeBron? Yes, I sure, I sure would. Can you cough? Your voice is way too cracked here. <clears throat> I swear, you would not bench LeBron. Yes, I would. There's no way. This year, Giannis and KD are a lot better players than LeBron. Oh, my God. We're going to have this argument every single week. Yeah, because LeBron isn't that good anymore. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's not, no, he's He's not going to make the playoffs. He's coming off injury. He's just having a hard time. Yes, no. There's no BS involved, All my right. man. This has nothing to do with poop. Whatever, whatever, whatever. This is... LaMelo Ball, Lonzo Ball, and LiAngelo Ball. I'm going LaMelo, Lonzo, LiAngelo. I would probably start Lonzo because he has NBA experience. But LaMelo's better for his age. For his age, it doesn't matter. He's not facing kids his age. Ooh. Um... These are best players to wear 23. Uh, AD, Jordan, and LeBron. LeBron. Uh, MJ, LeBron. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. LeBron, MJ, and then AD. Um, Magic Johnson. Okay. Michael Jordan. Okay. Will Chamberlain. No. Michael Jordan, Maddie Johnson, AI. And Allen Iverson. Mm. Um, you know, I would probably... Johnson would be out. Are you serious? I think I would start MJ. Yeah. Wow, you're insane. Magic Johnson's good. He's, he's great. Yeah. He used to be when he played. But I don't. I just don't think he's... Better than those two. Okay, I'm not sure if you know a lot about these players, but uh, Lou, Lou Will, Bradley Beal, and CJ McCollum. The first guy's out. Lou Will? Yeah. Yes. Um, I would probably start. It's controversial over Lou Will and CJ McCollum. Bradley Beal, definitely. I would start with CJ. I don't even notice. Are you something. serious? Yep. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, Wait, one more, one more, okay. one more. One more. 
Ray Allen, Steph Curry, and Sammy Wells. Do you know Sammy Wells from 2K? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, Let's all get right. To our so, first so okay. The biggest thing that happened this week was probably Odell Beckham Jr. to Cleveland. Now, yes. that might be the biggest. Well. Yeah, that that might be the biggest trade of the year. That might be the biggest change of the year. Well, yeah, because, because I think that one trade is going to make the Browns a playoff team. Yes, it, I mean I was thinking like when they got Hunt, they were going to be a decent team. I think yeah. they could have oh, gone yeah. either even or positive. Yep. But now when you get a star wide receiver like Odell Beckham Jr. with his friend Jarvis Landry. Yep. It's going to make them into a definitely a positive team, and I don't see... Baker Mayfield, Baker I think Mayfield. he's coming off a great year, and I think yes. he's just got more experience, and he's more f- fired up than ever because of his new receiver. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, Hunt's out for eight games, but I think once he gets back, he's going to destroy like he did. See, on, on the I, didn't know if I, now, I don't know Now, if I Luke get... thinks... We've been talking about this past couple of days. Luke thinks that he's... That they are not going to start Hunt. Now, I'm not saying they're going to cut out Chubb, but I definitely think Hunt is going to have the majority of the carries. Now, that's just because of how good Hunt is. Chubb was good last year. If he's good this year, they will definitely still keep him in the rotation. But I think it probably even depends on the team they're facing. They'll probably both be categorized as starters, but depending on the defense and what kind of you know what how they will like to run their defense it might change yeah um i think i think chubb is they both can go for 50 yards or four you know like there's not i feel like they both can do everything obviously hunt can be more of a trucker a, a big back than chubb because chubb's no. kind of small mm-hmm. but chubb's really big and strong but he's small yeah but i'm saying they both can do it i so think they're I, I really like, they're really yeah. similar running backs they both have pretty good catching abilities they're both kind of they're but both Hunt like balanced is coming really. off one of the best years of his career am i wrong like he obviously i mean but still it's a young back that is see i've been thinking about this i've been trying to get it in my mind i remember another time I can't think of what it was, but they start the young rookie over. Well, it was like well, like Tyrod Taylor. We thought that the veteran Tyrod Taylor's a veteran. They they did start him and until like, they and realized he was like bad. And also like Lamar Jackson, Joe Flacco. Like they eventually started. Yeah, but but they, they still they started start- with the vet. They they you just said the Tyrod. They started with Tyrod, and then they moved to Baker after they realized he was bad. So yes, they have to play Chubb for the first eight games. But as soon as that's over, they're going to see how Hunt is doing. No, it. they're going to see they're how he does in practice. Him out. They they might give him a few carries, but if Chubb is anywhere near on fire, he's gonna he's gonna start. Okay. If he's anywhere near doing well, if he's getting a touchdown a game, or at least seventy five yeah, yards a game, Foles gonna... brought him to. Foles brought the Eagles to the chan- to, to to the Super Bowl in one, right? They didn't start him the next year. Because he's not a so, starting quarterback. Because they have trust. They have trust in Wentz. Exactly. Even they have though, trust in Wentz, just like they have trust in Chubb. That, but that you're they, proving my they, point. They won't. Well, no, I'm. I'm saying the vet. The vet. 
does. I, I don't even know what I'm saying. The point is. Yeah, you're. I feel like I him. just. I, I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just. Yeah, I, I just. My point. Yeah. No. Definitely, I think they're going to bring. Hunt. There, it might not stay like that, but the first game he's back is going to be mainly Hunt. I guarantee it. Not no, they're not going to go right to Hunt. They're gonna they're gonna work him in. They're gonna give him. Why a few do you carries. think that when you're suspended you can't practice? He's still going to be yeah. there every day. I, so, I working know. on the playbook. But it, it he's going to be it, more fresh than anybody is on the team. Different than an actual game. And they're gonna Which, work. They're not gonna do mainly Hunt on the first day in the first game he's back. They'll work him in. They'll get him carries. He might go twenty five percent of the carries. I think. But if the lowest they'll go is. 50-50. No, they will not. And the first time they'd he's be back, and the first to. time on the team, when Chubb's been going for eight games, and the first time they, on the team, they would be stupid they're not. not to. No, they are not gonna start Hunt and get in the majority of the carries on the which, first game. If back. they do that, which you so strongly believe, it's dumb because they they need to give him a few carries Chubb, and work him in. They have Chubb. As a great player, even a great trade opportunity. But I think Hunt needs to be their main. I do. Just because of the experience he has. I mean, like the way he that he not, knows how to like work two, around It's things, like two you know? years, Garrett. It's like it's like a two-year difference or like a one-year That difference. can be a lot. But it's not that much more experience. And I wouldn't even call him a vet. Uh, really? He, I wouldn't call him a veteran. A veteran is like 10 years in the league. No, a vet just, you know, your way around the, the league. Doesn't necessarily. I think Chubb knows his way around the league. After one year, he doesn't. We can say the same thing about other. Mahomes doesn't. Oh okay. He doesn't know his way around. Fifty touchdowns, five thousand passing yards. He had a good year. That doesn't mean that he knows everything about the league. He's young, and I still believe Mahomes is a one-shot wonder. I don't think he's going to have as good of a year this year. You're literally insane. Yeah, and I may be wrong. I bet a lot of people disagree with me, but I genuinely don't think he's going to have as good of a year. Now, not I'm, 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 year, not, he's I'm not saying he's going to have a bad year. He's I'm not going, saying that. I think over 40 touchdowns, over 4,000 passing yards. Really? I say at least. Or at least 3,500. 3, I think they're not going to have Tyreek Hill. With that whole battery. I, at least for, you know, some of the season. Because he's being investigated. But you could see but, that even without Tyreek, he worked in other players like Conley. Yes, he and, did. But now he has to throw it. Who's there? Damian Williams. Right he's going off. Yeah, no, he, he's good. He's, he's really good. good. And they, they worked with him for a while when Han was suspended. I think he's he's just not going to have as good of a year. It's it's it's. I mean, it's never been done before. 50, 50 touchdowns. Yeah, and you're right. Passionate. So. It's he not, beat a record, right? He and he had one of the best years in in, in the history of the NFL. Yes, he went off. But the, you can't play at that level for that long. I don't. I don't Look think at Brady, it's possible. Though. He's Brady been, never played at that level for that long. He's had years like that, but it can't well, constantly no, just, be like that. He's been constantly sure top three yes, yes, quarterback, of course. But I and I'm not saying he's gonna have a bad year. No, I don't think. He's I, I don't think he's going to have a bad year, but he's not going to have the same years last year. He throws left-handed when he's right-handed sometimes. <laughs> Which I think is just stupid. It's worked out. No, because he's going to tackle on his right arm. He's no, I, over I know. I, I, I know exa- exactly what player you're talking about. 
I don't think that's smart because yes, it worked. It. Yes, it worked. But now he thinks that it's always going to work, and he's always going to try it. And then one of these times, I it's mean, going to screw him over. I think he only I, did. He only did it twice this season. Then he, he has had, his no luck passes, which is insane. He had an amazing year, and I think it's going to get to his head. I don't think it's gonna. I think he's. I mean, we'll see how it plays out, but I don't. We're we're gonna have to pay attention to it there, because I don't think. Because like, okay, this is a whole whole different sport. But like Steph Curry, he won MVP two two times in a year. I don't think MVP gets to your head as much as they think. I think every football player... Look at Steph Curry for more than 10 minutes in a game. He is one of the... Greatest point guards of all time. No. Greatest shooters of all time. That's not even close to what I was going to say. I know. He's one of the cockiest... He's like Draymond Green. All right? Draymond Green isn't even... No, you're right. Except Clay. Exactly. Clay's humble and... He... No. No. Sometimes he he can be annoying. Yeah, I think Steph is just like... He just cocky and like there's a couple of times where he made like threes and he just sits there and dances the whole time. Which is the point. I think the fact that he had a great year, he's not going to be the same as last year. Alright, well we'll see. Um alright, so we've got a little special guest here. My boy Donovan. Um he's uh he's pretty knowledgeable in the sports sector, so we've got a ton of more topics talking about that was only the first we were, we were talking about the well Browns OBJ okay and then um, we started talking about the Chiefs because they lost Hunt and everything um, so let's uh, Antonio Brown let's let's this start with that how do you think <laughs> with the Derek Carr how do you think that, that's how it's going to work out you know I think that Derek Carr is underrated as a quarterback okay. I think that the offense was terrible last year because of the Gruden system, mm-hmm. and I mean, once you come in, you bring in a whole new coach and everything, and they got rid of a coach after like a pretty decent season, you know yep. what I mean? Like, they didn't have a bad season, so I think that really messed things up, and then he really didn't have many weapons around him. They lose Amari Cooper, and Amari Cooper hadn't been playing well, but the offense also changed. Yep. He went to a better offense, and things got better, but I think they'll be alright with Antonio Brown. I think... You know, they have Lynch, but they don't use him to yeah, the capability, no. and I yeah. think he's injury-prone. So I think if they get a running back to help, they got Antonio Brown. If they can get a little bit more help at the wide receiver position, they seem to sure up their offensive line a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But they're, def- they're just going to have to make a lot of moves. But I think getting Antonio Brown can help their offense because he's such a big playmaker. Yeah, sure. I just... I think Derek Carr needs to have a good year for it to work out because he hasn't. I think that's he good. hasn't been that great re- recently. Yeah, I think well, um, a good, a really good star playmaker wide receiver is going to make him into a really good quarterback. You I think? think? Yeah, I think he'll show more of what he can actually do because I feel like like all in like the in the pro challenges and everything for like the uh, Pro Bowl week, he really. I mean, he's a good quarterback, yeah. but he doesn't have the wide receivers to show it. Yeah, I mean, and then. That also brings us to the Steelers, which now they have to... Juju has to take all the... He's got to take it all on his shoulders, essentially. You know, I mean... I'll tell you what, I don't think this is going to be Juju's... I think he's going to have a decent year, yeah. but I don't think it's going to be as it would have been because the last couple of years, he's been the two with Antonio Brown being yeah. the one and being the main guy, so... Yeah. Most of his targets came from the fact that Antonio Brown yeah. was being double teamed. Yeah. All the time. So yeah. now he becomes the one. I don't know 
if he'll be in a lot of situations where he'll be double teamed as much as Antonio Brown will be, mm-hmm. but he becomes the number one guy, and I think in the Steelers system, it'll be interesting because he's been the two for yeah for so a few long. years, and there's yeah. a lot of wide receivers that when they come into being the one after being the two, that first year is like a down year because yeah. it's just... They got to get used to right. working around so many like your, coverage. Yeah, so much more coverage, so much more... Getting targeted, you know, so. But he's he's really good, but we just don't know how he's gonna play the yeah. one role. He has the thing is he has a lot of potential to excel in the one. It's yep. just you lose your star player and become the guy. Yeah. I think it, it'll be interesting to see how they play it, and I don't really know what else they have at the wide receiver position. I mean, the, yeah, Eli Rogers. I mean, but he's gonna move into the two, and then they have David Washington, I think, behind right. him. But those. They haven't. I mean, Eli Rogers gets a couple. Yeah, of I feel like yeah. being the two receivers, the best, the best one. Yeah. Like, if you're a good two, then yeah, that's dangerous. And then I wonder how Ben will do because yeah, Brown it was seems like just he's like falling he, off. I was like, but it was he's on the backside. Brown for sure. was just like a safe target. Like I don't have anybody open. Let me throw it to Brown. He was yeah. like a safe target. Yeah. Like let me be safe here and throw it to Brown. And I don't think that Juju has established himself yet. As, with with Ben, of, yeah. yeah, with the person to be like safe right. with, and I also yeah. think if you look at the last few years with Ben, it's been a lot of more interceptions. It's mm-hmm. not like he's had the talent around them, yeah. and they still haven't done as well. And he doesn't take the blame. And I think that was the biggest thing with the Antonio Brown situation. Antonio, I think Antonio Brown handled it horribly. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I think at the same time, he had a point with the way they treat Ben. You know, in that situation and at the same time how he handles everything like they asked him many times and it was like oh you know I think we were distracted by the Le'Veon issue well you still yeah. played your games yeah mm-hmm. you know I mean that didn't stop James Connors from mm-hmm. doing his thing mm-hmm. so why mm-hmm. is it a factor for you yeah I don't I so, don't know I it's gonna be interesting to see how they they handle it over there yeah in Pittsburgh but staying you just mentioned Bell I he okay so I saw this this article or whatever. So he turned down a, a $70 million contract with mm-hmm. the Steelers. And then he accepts a $50 million one with the Jets. Which... I, okay, so what... See, <laughs> what, what do you think is going on in this head? Because I don't understand the thought process behind that. Going to the Jets, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing, for sure. <laughs> it's an interesting thing, for sure. But, you know, I saw something Colin was talking about, Colin Coward. And he was talking about it, and it started to make more sense because if you looked at the Jets' defense over the last couple of years, a uh-huh. little bit, I, I think they're average at best, but better than they've been. Yeah, sure. And they're still on the verge of getting better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have a lot of young talent. Jamal Adams, he's a dog. Yeah. He's, he's gonna be. He's, yeah. He's gonna be good. You know what I mean? And he hit it on the head. Anytime you have a young quarterback who has potential, and they, we've seen that Sam Darnold has potential. He yeah. didn't really like wide receivers. They have some wide receivers, but they don't have like that many weapons. Yeah. Isaiah Crowell was mm-hmm. their, I think, main back for the season. So mm-hmm. you take now a wide receiver who or a running back yeah. who gives you that type of production, it can only up his game because they don't. Now he comes into a system; it takes pressure off him. Because, because he doesn't always have to throw. Right, because yeah. he has a workhorse running back yeah. that can yep. get you yards. And they also went and made some moves with their offensive line as well. So if you have a good offensive line, yeah, you take that with a good running back, it takes pressure off Sam Darnold to be mm-hmm. as good as he's supposed to be. You know what I mean? It, now he can just 
run the offense. And I, they, he hit it on the head, too, because it's almost the same thing they did with the Rams. Yeah. Because you see how the Rams did it. It wasn't that they took golf. He didn't do good in his first year with Fisher. Obviously, McVay is yeah, one okay. of the best coaches yeah, out there. But yeah. you take golf and then put him with a girly. Yeah. All golf has to do is play his game. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Like, it, it, it changes it completely. Same with Dak. Dak yep. having Zeke. If he, you saw when he didn't have Zeke. Yeah, exactly. They they were awful. How they were terrible. And yeah. I think the same thing goes to the Rams when the Rams had, you know, Gurley, but weren't using him yeah. to his ability the way that you were in the beginning. Yep. They started to tail off with their offense. Mm-hmm. That's so. what I don't. That's another top. Why didn't they use in the whole playoffs? Gurley literally got no carries. Like he, I think he got, like what was like ten carries in the whole playoffs. I just don't understand why. Wasn't he? I think he was. Well, he, a came, bit. he came off was, injury. Yeah, so and there was also my. They probably just didn't want to. They probably trusted in everybody else so much that they didn't want to risk having it re-injured and then not be able to come back this right. year. But it's a Super Bowl. But, sure, play yeah, yeah. Your, but, I mean, yeah. he obviously okay. So we got our carries. defense was, was so like, good. He wasn't that. And my and I was also I saw this thing about possibly uh, not announcing an injury. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, like possibly, which is illegal. You can't. You have to yeah. announce an injury of a player. So maybe hiding an injury like, into not playing. Yeah. I don't know why they would do that. Why you? Why I, mean, hard, hard, I think. I think what it was is it's a Super Bowl. You yep. can't keep him out because he's your best running back. Yeah, but at the same time. If he's nursing an injury that really isn't hundred percent, and yeah. once you get an injury, if you don't take the time to really rehab it, you're not going to get yeah, back to hundred exactly. percent. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that it, it's tough. It's, oh, yeah. it's tough for sure. But I think you know, going back to the Bell situation, I think I think it's going to be interesting. I don't get his idea with the money because you know Steelers were offering him money, but at the same time, in the Steelers system, he was the number one running back, number two wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So like. His argument in that is if I, if I'm gonna be here and you guys are gonna use me that way, mm-hmm. pay me that way. Yeah. We're in the Jets system. He won't. Uh, well, he, they'll probably they'll, use him as yeah, a receiver. Though. They'll use him a bit as both, but I think he got quite a bit of money for you know that system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll thrive there. He'll do well. I get that. He got. I mean, you know, 35 guaranteed. Right now, the biggest thing that's happening in free agency, and it started last year. You know, with Kirk Cousins swindling into a deal that yep. got him a fully guaranteed contract mm-hmm. is guaranteed money is big. Yeah. And I think from Le'Veon's perspective, even with holding out, it was you guys aren't paying me for the job that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And like if you think about it as a football player, you know they talk CTE and everything. Yep. I get you're making millions already and it's hard from someone who isn't making yeah, millions exactly. yeah, yeah. to talk yep. about that because people, people want to talk about that all the time. I've talked to so many Steelers fans and they're just like well, he's making all this money, so clearly it's not a love of the game. But but I like, guess when you've you've been making millions for so long, it your lifestyle, you know, it's like right. a, you're acclimated to a, you know a different thing, right? And it's I just like know. you're putting your you're putting your body and everything on the line yeah. for this team, mm-hmm. and if they're not willing to pay you as which, yeah, you know what I mean? Because and that that's what his biggest argument was, and I think I see that. I think. He handled it. it it's going to be risky for him, and it'll see how it plays out because he took a whole year off. Yeah. For oh yeah, yeah. So and I mean, that was the so he could come he could back do. better than ever, right? Like super rested, feeling great, or he could be 
Right. And Awful. I, see, I think he took he took less money to play with the Jets, but he got more guaranteed money. And yeah. I think that's what the biggest thing is. 35 mil guaranteed out of the 52 How old is Bell? I think he... 26? Yeah. Is 26, he, so he's still got a long... So yeah. What I don't understand long. is if you're... So Bell was looking for more money because he was going to be put into a bigger role. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why he would want... Because there's more... Okay, so Steelers without Bell are better than Jets without Bell. We're so, or do you agree on that? So if we're saying, why would you ask for more money when you're putting into a less, like, team captain role? See, because with the Jets, you would want more money because you're going to have to take over that team. But with the Steelers, you're not going to have to really take over that team. So why would you... Or maybe he just feels more. like there's potential. I mean, through through the Jets, which I don't see. We don't see it from the outside. Yeah, uh, like I think I'll tell you what I think. Sam Darnold is going to be a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think you know it's tough because he hasn't had the weapons. Yeah, it's hard to put. You know what I mean? Like same thing what happened with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz in his first season, he did average yeah. at best, but he didn't have all the weapons. Mm-hmm. Second year he came in. Alshon Jeffries are number one. You get more weapons. He played a lot better. Yeah. Still, the injuries hurt him. You know what I mean? But he played a lot better all season. And then, you know, even in this season when he came in, they were struggling as a whole as a team. But he wasn't playing bad. Yeah. They just had some stuff to figure out. But once you get weapons, it changes the play of the quarterback. And I think I said this because when they got Jamal Adams, I think it was two years ago, they had one of their best seasons yet. But they detoured last year, but it was also not having the best offense. Mm-hmm. And I have to go back and look at the stats to see, but I don't think that they were really getting blown out in a ton of games. No. And I think they were in a lot of it where if you have a weapon like a Le'Veon Bell, that literally changes the course of your offense. Which, and I, I don't think this makes them a, you know, a Super Bowl team, but I, I think... Maybe I mean okay, it's kind of the same thing with Landry going to the Browns, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he saw something. Maybe they told him something. Maybe you know, I I don't know, but maybe Bell has has a an inside view of what they may become. You know, I think it's a it's a buy-in thing. You start to see it with a lot of different teams. Even with the Antonio Brown thing, he even put up a tweet, you know, saying where it all started. He talked to Derek Carr, Pro Bowl. They played yeah. together during the Pro Bowl, and he loved everything about him. That's what I'm saying. You know it's what like, I mean? So it's like you start to see things. You buy in. It's hard from an outside perspective because yeah. you see from us as fans, you see the Jets and they're terrible. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, all right, he, this this guy clearly doesn't want to win. But I mean, you start to break it down a bit. And it's like, all right, you know what? Their defense ain't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Defense ain't that bad. You just get. Sam Darnold, who you want to be your franchise guy, mm-hmm. he was arguably one of the best quarterbacks in that draft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you take that. All right, let's start adding pieces. First big piece you get is Le'Veon. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, you know what I mean? And the same thing with the Browns. Browns, if you think about the Browns over the last few seasons, yeah, they haven't won the games. You're right. But they've been... They've been so close. So close. They just needed a couple more pieces, and I think that's why this year... Like, yeah. some people are saying they are a Super Bowl team. And I yeah. think I think they have that potential if Mayfield has a season like last, but 
Yeah, I mean, all, all they needed was a, cu- a couple more pieces. So right. maybe the Jets are going to be better than we think. Right. I mean, who knows? Yeah, and that's the thing. is like you, you start to get pieces. All it takes is one or two pieces for more teams to, to you know, thrive. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think you saw in Cleveland last year, Cleveland went and got the bigger pieces that they needed. They got some big pieces on defense, some big pieces on offense. Didn't have them all, but at the same time, you think about it, they weren't playing bad. They switched their coach up. Plays started changing. They started getting better. Yeah, that's also when Baker took over. I don't think that Tyrod played bad. I've always been a fan of Tyrod. I don't yeah. think that he played bad, but I think he kind of got the short end of the stick because of Hugh. Yeah, the the coach. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So it's like once because Baker came in and they still lost a, f- a, few, a few games with yeah. Hugh, but as soon as the coaching switch, that's when Baker's play got better as well. Yeah, I think Baker's good, and it's tough to have a number one quarterback not start. Yes, you know what I mean. But if you Hughes' perspective, and I think it's a big perspective on a, a lot of teams that people don't look at, is that if you have a number one quarterback that you can take and not really throw him into the fire mm-hmm. like that, yeah. let him grow, it will make your team that much better. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yes, he's not getting the experience, he's not getting thrown in and playing, but at the same time, you're not throwing him in and putting him into a pressured situation yeah. knowing yeah. what could come of it. Yep. And I think that's what killed, you know, some of the Bills quarterbacks because they got thrown into situations that yeah. they weren't. Like, you're throwing Josh Allen to a situation yeah. where they don't even have a line. Yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah, it, it always falls back on right. one player even if it's not their fault. Right. Yeah. See, with the Browns, it's just, I feel like what would be a really big piece is just someone that's a little older because all these people that they're getting – are really young. You got a young quarterback. You got young receivers. You got young running backs. I mean, you got a pretty young line. I think I think it'll be interesting to see how they do this season because I consider Jarvis a vet. I consider Odell a vet. Yeah. Both both those guys. I have see, been. My, a defi- my definition. We of were just vet talking just about somebody. this. He says someone like ten years in the league. Just I, like I said like a few that... years knowing the league, being in the playoffs a couple times, like having different, you know, Pro see, Bowl. Odell's been in here. Odell's been five seasons. Five, yeah, five six seasons. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Yes. He has not been. He was not there in 2014. Yeah. When? when, when no, was no, it? no. He out. got popular in 2016, so maybe 2015. Maybe. Two, four but 2016 years. wasn't his rookie season, though. I know. He was drafted in 2014. Yeah. yeah. Are you serious? That's yeah. what I mean. Like, oh, and if you look wow. at Jar- him and Jar- Jarvis, got was the draft before him, if I'm not mistaken, because yeah. they played at LSU together. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So you take those two right there, five to six years in the league, you, you're you putting yourself at a veteran. I, I would so. say so. Because if you think about playing in the NFL as a whole, not many people make it to 10 years. Now, now yeah. so, sometimes yeah, you, right. you can be considered a vet with less time than others because, for example, Sony Michel, he has gone all the way to the Super Bowl and won it in his first year. Right. So... He's not a vet yet, but he's going to be considered a vet much sooner because he's experienced everything that you can experience right. in and the NFL. Yeah. The co- coaching plays a factor in that, too. The coaching team. I think Odell was a supreme talent on a team that couldn't, like, still can't figure it yeah. out. And yeah, and I think but Mayfield is going to... I think that they're going to click. They're I have a feeling. Yes. And Landry and Odell, they They've played at that. LSU. Right. In, in high school. Yeah, and I like, think I think what's going to be become underrated is that 
no one's because everyone talks about you know Giants getting rid of Odell yep. in the sense that he was a distraction. And you know, one person hit it on the head more than like not your necessary distraction. Like he's just like oh he's wants the ball all the time. I think what it is is because they're paying him this money. They know he's a guy almost like Antonio Brown. Yeah, you he becomes like if all hell breaks loose. Who am I throwing it to? Yeah. Odell. And yeah. I think what happens is, and someone said it, it's like, for the Giants offense, they had Barkley, but when everything broke loose or when things aren't going well, who do they look to? Odell to save them. You know what I mean? And I think it broke their offense and what they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think what's going to be underrated in the Brown situation is now you have two guys that are both wide receivers, both want the ball, but are now playing with their best friend. So if he's doing well, the other guy's going to be just as happy. Uh-huh. And that changes the perspective for sure. Yeah, no. I, I, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to see how well they play together and the, the chemistry that they end up having. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm looking forward to it because I think the Browns have been the, the meme of the, the, right. the NFL, the right. joke uh-huh. of the league for so long. And what did they finish last year? Seven they, wins? Yeah, I th- which, with, I mean, they're, pl- they're in playoffs. If they won a couple of games, they were in playoffs. If they those, just... those ties at the end came back to hurt them. Like, yeah, I the tie, literally yeah. think they are, they are, I I say at least wild card. Run. At least wild card, yeah. And, and then you think about, you think about it, it's like, Steelers went down free agency right now. Yeah. The only two teams that really made power moves were the Ravens, I would say, yeah. and then the Browns. Well, the Ravens, who did, who did they, they just get? They, they got Mark Ingram and, and, and Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Which, but they, those, are, those are some power moves, but yeah. I think at the same time, they lost some and so they lost some people. They lost Charles Suggs, yep. your veteran linebacker. Oh, yeah, I, told, I, yeah, I heard he, about Charles He's going to be good every year. And then they also lost, um, you know, an up-and-coming defensive end, mm-hmm. and I think it's Zadarius Smith. He yep. went to... The Packers, I would say. Yep. Yeah, those are two big people on your defense that you've now lost. Yeah. So you gained some good people, some good pieces. Yeah. But you lose some big people as well. So I think the Browns. I think that's part in, of it. Though. In their situation, and then the Bengals. But what are the Bengals doing? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. They're, I, I mean, know, they, they seem like they should be doing something, but they are. They're they're, they're, they're they staying are. quiet. I've heard one trade about the Bengals. Right. Their biggest thing that they just did is they got Tyler Eifert back mm-hmm. who's now oh they did yeah oh. one year deal they just signed him back that just came out today so you know what I mean That that's the biggest thing that I've seen them do they aren't making any headlines they aren't doing yep. anything spectacular yeah that's crazy so going back to the Giants on the whole they're trying to rebuild by get by getting by getting rid of Odell but and then they signed Golden, Golden Tate. Tate for four years four when years, he's not that good of a wide receiver and yeah, it makes no sense what I they're think, trying I to do. I think what they need to do is get a quarterback. They they need to get rid of Eli. If they're trying they to, need if there's to get anything rid of, of let's try to rebuild, you need to cut. You just need to get rid of him. He's old. He's not good. When is he get, to, gonna retire, man? Like anytime. How old is he? He's old, and I think he's I think very old. see. I think the problem is he's younger than Tom. He's younger than Aaron. But, but he's, he's still, not playing good. But he's still up there, and he's not playing good. But at the same time, one of the biggest things with the Giants has been their O line. Mm-hmm. So now you see them the last couple of years. They've made some process with their O-line. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone is stuck on this. 
Eli hasn't been playing good, but their O-line has been playing much worse than Eli's been playing bad. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, O-line is a big piece of that. Oh, if, yeah. If you... The thing that makes this all interesting is that if you get rid of a weapon like Odell, yes, you can add Golden Tate. Golden Tate, veteran wide receiver, veteran slot, yeah. yards after catch game. Big deal. But then who do you have to back that up? Sterling is all right. But Sterling but is he's not a star receiver that you can that he can that can make plays. Exactly, exactly. Sterling Sterling has been a two. Evan Ingram's good good tight end. He's lot, been he's been really good, yes. But still you can't like you still don't really have a true one because I wouldn't consider Golden Tate a, a he's one. He's gonna be the yeah, one, yeah. but he's not. The, he doesn't have the skill for because a he's, one. he's always been the slot guy. You he's think always he's been the slot, guy, slot and then Sherlock Shepard could take over that one, but he's not. And that, he doesn't have that much. I skill. also feel like Eli is going to. Maybe he'll have a better year because he's not. I feel like I. I know like people have like been saying this as a joke, but I. I believe it. I feel like he just throws it up to Odell, right? Like without thinking about it. Sometimes he just hopes that he makes another one-handed grab, and like I think this year it might force him to lock in, give more people chances with the ball, spread it out. You know, try and make tighter pat. Like I think it's it might help him. I think that's that's what. The big risk that the Giants are going off of is having now two draft picks in the top fifteen. Yeah. Or yeah, top right around the top yeah. fifteen. Yeah. And thinking that they're gonna get because this is a wide receiver heavy draft. Mm-hmm. As long wide receivers are big, defense is big. Yep. But I think they're taking a big risk in thinking that they're gonna go after a wide receiver that will have enough talent to keep them afloat while losing the talent of Odell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest risk of the Giants right now is oh, yeah. that trying to take that rookie guy and say, you know what, now he can move it around. He can Eli can move it around. They're making process with their O line. They got Saquon who is a I freak. Mean, yeah. Yeah. You okay. know, and they can use him as that a That takes some pressure off. Right. Eli. They they got Saquon who's a freak. Take the pressure off a bit. But they're taking a really big risk. They got Golden Tate. Now you have Sterling. You have Golden Tate. You still probably need a third. Mm-hmm. And I think they're thinking the risk will be enough with... Um, no, I think just with the wide receivers that are in this draft, I think they're going to get try to get someone who they think can take over as a third. They can transition... Odell, uh, transition away from Odell into what they have with Sterling. But I just don't think that it's going to be enough because Sterling has been the two behind Odell. He's all right. But now he's going to be number one with a rookie who you have no idea how good he's going to do or anything, you know? So staying with the NFC East, Nick Foles, no longer with Philly, Mm -hmm. heading to Jacksonville. Who do you think got the better of the deal? I don't. I <laughs> if um, if the whole season was playoffs, I would say Jacksonville did. No, we're gonna <laughs> see how we because he hasn't gotten too many opportunities to really start a season and be not like oh I'm just filling in for Nick Fo- for Carson Wentz right now. Yeah, I guess it's I, more of like because he's you know it's like okay next game I'm playing. I'm not when he was time to heat up. Philly, he was like okay I don't know when Carson Wentz is gonna be back, so I can't fully get into my mode. 
because I'm I know that I'm that I'm gonna have to be done right. soon. Right. So I think we're gonna maybe because he's gonna be the number one definitely because they caught Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be able to focus in a lot more and see how he actually does. In the Has Bortles signed with anybody yet? No, I don't know if he's gonna sign him. I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who do the Jags even have that he could throw to? Uh, they lost Allen Robinson a while back ago. I mean, they, they have KJ Cole, right? Yeah, wide receivers for Jacksonville. They're rough. It's it's questionable for sure. So that's why I, I mean, I guess I mean the Eagles have way more. When it comes to receivers, so I feel like Nick Foles was able to do a little bit more. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if he's got the skill to make not good receivers be good. Like someone like Tom Brady can make and not a top good. receiver look amazing. I don't think Foles has that skill. I, I, I don't. No, see, I think it'll be interesting. I think Foles is an underrated quarterback for sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, you look at the season, obviously he started off the season with Philly. You know, um, they were average at best. I think I think he went two and two, maybe three and two in yeah. that time, which isn't horrible. No. Isn't horrible, isn't great. But that's um, not going to win you a championship. You know? No. No, but I mean, like, he did play better towards the end of the season. And it's interesting, I think he'll be better than Bortles for sure. Yeah. With, yeah, yes. with um, that offense, I think... They have a lot of questions all around because you don't know what's up with Fournette and his injuries. Yep. Mm-hmm. Their O-line is decent. But I think if you look at Jacksonville last year, even as a whole, defense kind of tailed off. I don't know what happened to their defense. Because yeah. I mean, it was good like, in the beginning, I feel like. Yeah. And they lost Malik Jackson. Yep. Oh, that's, yeah. That's Philly a big, got yeah. Malik Jackson. So I think. Dante I don't, Fowler. It'll, yeah. They yeah. lost Dante Fowler. He's, he's gone too. So yep. I, it'll be interesting as a whole to see how much – of a boost he is, but I think Jacksonville still has a lot of questions. Yeah. Is it a four-year contract? Uh, I think yeah, I think four. so. Yeah. Four years. You I got don't a pretty, know pretty how good, that's going to work for him. Pretty hefty deal out of it. Yeah. Uh, I think for Foles, it's going to be nice because he's going to get to prove that he can be more franchise than, quarterback, yeah, at least exactly. for the time uh-huh. being. Yeah. yeah. And I think he still has some time to play. I think he still has some talent there. It's just there's a lot of m- missing pieces and questions for yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I agree. I, I don't even know how they're – what do they have for a pick in the draft? Um, they got to be – I don't know if they're top ten, but they're they're right. So they could the get – they could get somebody good. Somebody yeah. could, could, could get, get some lucky, weapons. But I don't – Who? I bet they'll draft a receiver. Or do you think they'll focus on defense? I mean, they may focus. This is such a defense-heavy draft that I I could see a lot Either of defensive way. players going. Yeah, the first, the first like three picks are supposed to be like defense. You got what? Joe is it? Joey Bosa. Bosa's in this. Devin mm-hmm. White from LSU, the linebacker. Yep. Devin White. Um, Ed Oliver from Ole Miss, the DN. There's a, there's this is a heavy D line linebacker draft, for sure. So it'll be interesting to see, but also O line is always strong, you know, pretty much in the draft, but it's all it's all need based. And yeah. I feel like Jacksonville is in a situation where they could go wide receiver, they mm-hmm. could go defensive lineman. You know what I mean? They have a lot of different picks that they have an option at yeah. that I think will it'll be interesting to see what they go and what they feel is their biggest need. It's going to yeah. be interesting to see a lot of teams this year. It's yeah. going to be, be a good season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm excited to see how teams that normally aren't good 
Abrams. I feel like they're going to do better. I, I feel like yeah. it's starting to shift. You know, the teams that have been quiet for a long time or, you know, the rebuilding phase might be coming to an end. Right. I think you, you can see it over the last few years. The powerhouses, besides the Patriots, obviously, you know, yeah. they're, they're there, but everyone is still questioning them as well with Tom Brady getting up in age. Yeah. You don't yeah. know when Belichick is going to be done. I feel like Belichick's going to return when Brady does. And then Gronkfield. Gronk isn't saying whether he's coming back this year. You know what I mean? Like, I think the powerhouses are starting to change over, and you're starting to see a lot of new teams this year. You saw the Rams. I feel like it's starting to become more of an even fight across the board. I feel like everybody, there's not a ton of super teams. I mean, the Patriots are still, I would consider, a super team. But once they are broken up, I feel like it's going to, I mean, it's even. Right. It's there's not going to be it's not going to be the Warriors. You know, it's like okay. So, I sorry to cut you off, but I no. have something about that. I feel like okay. I feel like when we lose Brady, Gronk, and Belichick, obviously we're not going to be like the okay. We're going to win the AFC, but I feel like we always have that mojo or like that feel that we win a lot. So just I feel like New England, we, Boston, New England. We win a lot, yeah. Right? But we we've had the, good franchise across New England all the sports. is just a team knowing to win. So I don't think we'll fall down as much as we think we will. You know, because we're just a team that is known to win. So it's just like I think, that I, I, mentality. I think Josh McDaniels that, is going to be head coach yeah. after. You think he's? I think he's that's why he up. stayed because he turned down a head, a head coach job. Yeah, but he backed like, out, and yeah. I I think I was thinking that myself. I think it's just going to be. I don't think they'll tear off too much because if Josh McDaniels is the successor to exactly, exactly. Belichick, yeah. he's going to use a lot of the same things. Yep. It'll yeah. be same some, some of his new stuff for sure, but he'll be a big deal. And I think they'll be okay, but having a quarterback like Tom Brady and then having Gronk, who's been the number one best yeah. tight end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're, And they're starting to do some things like, you know, you got a young Sonny Michelle. He's great. And they and that's one thing that I feel like no one really talks about with the Patriots is the Patriots have always had a running back that does his job mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And I think Sonny is really good. I think he's going to continue to grow. Yeah. It'll just be interesting to see over the – because, I mean, you got teams like Kansas City and the AFC. And it, it, it's all interesting, too, because this is the first year – you're not seeing really the Steelers as a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah, out, which like, is crazy. All, all yeah, it's going to be weird seeing the Steelers are definitely on a downfall. Right, and then you had Jacksonville two years ago, who was crazy. AFC it was like Super Bowl over the Patriots, and they were staying. They stayed right there. They were like a yeah about two years ago with the Blake Bortles and did they had Fournette at that time? Yeah, but still with a bad offense and just their defense just. Right, and then, and then you get Kansas City, who started off the season two years ago five and zero, and then lost the rest of their games. Yeah, and yeah. then they come through this year, and they're the powerhouse all season until mm. literally the yeah. AFC Championship yeah. game. Yeah, but that was still an amazing di- game. Was. The that was a game. great game. The NFL uh, said that was the best game of the year. But I had I had said from the get go, and that like see what the Patriots did well. Even in the Super Bowl and in, you know, the AFC Championship game that mm-hmm. no one really talked about is that Patriots aren't really known for their defense ever. Yeah, yeah. But 
This and, year they stepped up, I feel like. Yeah, and I think what's going to be interesting over the next few years are the teams who do well offensively, yeah. but their defense can win them games. Yep. Because I think in Kansas City's, it was a problem all year long. It their was defense lacked, but their offense year. just penetrated. Right. And I think when it was, it was two offensive powerhouses, it like the down. Patriots and the Chiefs, it came down to the defense and the... Patriots had that, and the Chiefs right. Didn't. And I think, like you saw in the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl was like a field goal game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it was, was so it boring, was so defensive oriented. And if you look at the Patriots all year, they had the capability of being like a run up to score on you yeah. type of team, but at the same time, mm-hmm. also had the capability of being like a you know average scoring yeah. team. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's the thing. And I think in the games where it mattered for Kansas City, they could run it up on you, but they couldn't make the key stop that they needed to. Yep. Yeah. And that's what everyone wants to talk about, like, oh, you know, it's stupid that Kansas City didn't get a chance on offense. Brady was able to go right down, score, and that's how they won the championship game. Everyone wants to talk <clears throat> about that, but no one wants to talk about it like, you had as much as a chance as them, you didn't make a defensive stop. Yeah, if you can't make a stop, that's on you. It's not on the Patriots. The Patriots exactly. are running their yeah. offense. Yeah, they're running their offense just like, they're, yeah. They're trying to score. And the, at that point, you're trying to stop them as a defense. So it's mm-hmm. your if fault you, because you, you didn't stop them, right, not our fault. Right. Because, yeah. And, and then that's you saw in the Super Bowl, when you have a defensive game, a lot of people don't like that defensive game because they want it to be high scoring. Mm-hmm. But when you have a defensive game, it makes it so much more interesting because it's in this, like, all right, now we're forcing one of these offenses to have to score. Yeah, or like the, not like we were game. thinking, like the, whoever scores a touchdown first is most likely going to win the game. Right. Like if whoever can just get that one, let's say thirty yard play, just to get the momentum going and them getting at least in field goal range and make a couple first downs. Yep. All that's needed is a two plays to get you there, and then just a decent offense to get right. to the end zone. And that's why it, it'll be interesting this season to see because. You can definitely feel that the tides are changing all around. Yeah. You're not seeing the same powerhouse teams every single year. I think the NFC has always been interesting because besides, like, the Seahawks when they went on their terror, you know, there haven't really been any team in the NFC that has done it the well as the Patriots. Yeah. And the Patriots, I think their biggest thing that helps them is playing in the AFC East where – they got the Bills. All the rest of the teams aren't the Dolphins, doing yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like, you know, Bills made some moves this free agency, but who knows? I don't know if there are enough moves to really put them in that realm. The Bills have been tough, man. I feel bad for them. They, they it's have, almost more embarrassing than what the Browns did. Right. <laughs> and it's, see, it's like, I think what no one talks about with the Bills is their offensive line was bad, but in the season after they just make it to the playoffs. Yeah. They lose two, maybe three of their offensive linemen, starting offensive linemen to retirement and other issues. Yep. You know what I mean? So, like, that right there is huge. Because if you think of an offensive lineman, that's probably the position that you think of the most that really doesn't get much change with who goes in and out. Yeah. yeah. You don't have a lot of guys that are... Like, you like have, better than other. You have yeah. a two, maybe a three on your roster, mm-hmm. but how often are they really getting in the game? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, you take that and then you put in a guy who, he's gotten whatever experience, but he hasn't had the same experience. It's going to be tough. Yeah. 
year one for sure. So it'll be interesting to see how they play this year. I think the Frank Gore pickup was interesting. It can work, but he's old. Right? Like, yeah. he's, he had a few good years. A couple. Like well, he was like he was like he's like with the 49ers, He was yeah the best in the league at that point. Right. Yeah. And so and I think it's interesting because you have McCoy and you have Frank Gore, two yeah. workhorses. Yeah. But I don't know if it's enough, and that's why it's. The Patriots right now, as long as they have the tandem that they have, yeah. it'll be hard. The Jets, see, it'll be interesting to see what the Jets do because I think the Jets can, you know, compete with them. Yeah. But I don't know if that's really enough to say that the Patriots are not going to win the division. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. They have, they got some weapons now, so that it should be interesting and they maybe can give them a little run for their money. But I don't know if in the AFC East if it's enough to get past the Patriots yeah, as the, the division champs. Yep. But what you're seeing in the AFC is that you're seeing teams from other divisions step up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's always been the Steelers. This year, Steelers are pretty much out. I mean, yeah. unless they make some... I mean, yes, they have players. They, yeah, they have but veterans, but they've lost They lost their best, their, their go-to guy. Right. Guys, uh... And I, yeah, I don't even think it's that the Steelers are bad. I just think it's that you're seeing the Ravens and the Browns take the steps they need to really turn the table. Yeah. And I, I think that's what's more the bigger thing. And then you see, like, with Kansas City, for a while, Kansas City looked good, but then all of a sudden the Chargers came out of nowhere. And then it was like, yeah. whoever wins this last game is the division champs, and the yeah. other one is still getting in the playoff. Yeah. So, you, I mean, like, you have the Chargers who are underrated, I very. think. Very yeah. underrated because they came through. They started, there's a lot of teams, and everyone talks about it, and no one really thinks about it, too. The Patriots, the last few years, haven't started the season off hot, but they yeah. get on the run when they need to. Yeah. And it's that's huge going into playoff time and stuff like that. Like Same with the Browns. I think if the Browns ha- had one or two more games go their way and they made it in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. they could have made a run. Yes. Same with, the, same with the – I mean, the Ravens – because the Ravens ended up getting in, they it was different, but their offense was kind of wishwashy as a whole. Yeah. To begin with. Well, Lamar Jackson. You know well, Lamar Jackson. I don't know if he knows exactly what he's doing in the playoffs. Yeah. And I think yeah, it was it was tough all around. But I think like you're starting to see in the AFC, it's starting to become almost like the NFC, where in each division, you don't know who's going to come out of it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot more competitions just starting to brew, just because of right. you know just teams are spreading yeah, out more. There's yeah. not anybody there's not, that's really yes, like exactly. guaranteed to win. And I, yeah. and I think what you see is in the AFC, you're starting to see more teams get better. Mm-hmm. Where the tough thing is for the Patriots in their situation and that, that that division, it's not necessarily the Patriots getting bad. It's the teams that are there with the Patriots yeah. needing to get so much better to get yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think even if Patriots lose whoever, the teams in their division are still so much, so far away and still rebuilding yeah. enough that the Patriots can still come out of that. Yeah. So you're going to see the Patriots at least for two, three more years. I genuinely think before Brady retires in four years, probably. I mean, who knows with him? Right. If he plays past forty-five, though, I will lose it. I mean, it's, and, and like, <laughs> and it's still good. And if, he, and if he competes at any sort of like level yeah. that could be, you know, right, I would lose it. But I think they have two more Super Bowls in them. 
I I mean, I think that's a big one to say. See, I I, I stand by that though. I, I can see that, <laughs> and I can see that for sure. But I think it's a big one to say because you got teams on both sides. Like Kansas City is a good, a couple good players on defense away. Yeah. From who they lose, they lost D four. Okay, Tyreek Hill then, might be. Yeah, out for a little bit of season though. Yeah, but I mean they still have Travis Kelsey. Okay, sure, but which is that deep threat? Which is going to be with Mahomes' arm. They have to figure out their running back situation. You know, well, Damian Williams was fine. And I think he'll, I think he'll be good. But you don't. It's not enough on tape for him to. You don't know. You know what I mean? He did his job when Kareem Hunt was gone. Mm -hmm. Uh That's for sure. He did his job. Um, but you don't know how much it'll really pan out is is the thing. So just trying to figure that out. But I think it'll be tough all around. I, I don't know if I can go and say that the Patriots can win two more just because really? every <laughs> okay, team okay. is getting Can we all agree at least one more? I don't know. I you don't see, even think don't one know. more Look, the thing is, goes out. The thing that's tough is like you got – Teams on the NFC who are really, really, like, not just being a Philly fan. Yeah. Philly, this is the first time where they've been, like, consistently right there. Yeah. Even Dallas is not bad. Redskins are still figuring out. Giants are still figuring it out. But it's like, you see that. Those two teams are consistently right there, like, doing something. Then you got the Rams, who have been pretty damn consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like... There's a lot of NFC teams that are doing it. And then on the AFC, it's like the AFC is just getting competitively better all of a sudden. But I'm, I'm telling you, there is no competition to Tom Brady in the playoffs. And, it, like, he just – he turns on the Jets and he doesn't stop for anybody. True. And but, it's it's amazing to watch. But what kills, what kills Tom Brady in the playoffs, and it's, it's happened the, the years that Tom Brady has lost yep. in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. think about why he lost a good defense. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Cause, but like, he knows how to beat a good defense. Does, it's just I, Obviously, the chances are, like, slimmer. Right. Sure, but, you know, because if you – one thing I've noticed about Tom over the last few years with his age is that it's really become – like, he's preserving his body as much as he can. Because he wants so to keep like, playing. Instead of taking that sack, he'll just go down. You see Which that. Which is like. But that's smart. It is. It is. That's, but, that he's saving himself, and that's why I think he's got so much left in him. Right. Right. But, I mean, if you have a team that is packing. Like, I think the Rams had a good defense. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. But I think as a passing defense, yes. there's. Secondary was lacking. Was they have really good run defense? You they have. Yeah, they have. No, I. I think their passing defense was like their secondary was better passing wise than their rushers. They had Aaron Donald. Yeah. But besides Aaron Donald, yeah. Sue really wasn't. He he didn't show he's a, up. He's a run stopper. Yeah. I mean, they got Fowler, but Fowler really wasn't rushing the way he did when he was at Jacksonville. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. That was a huge difference. Where if you only have Aaron Donald and Aaron Donald's getting double teamed, what pass rush really do you have? And that's what you saw in the Super Bowl. They did enough with the the DBs to stop them, yeah, and whatever. But it wasn't enough 
when it came down to it with him passing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he hasn't gotten a rush. But, like, you go two years ago, Philly, every play was, like, right there almost sacking him. Right yeah. there almost sacking him. And then what play was, like, the big turn-all play, he got sacked mm-hmm. for a fumble. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, you see so many more teams that are, like, you can tell the NFL is right now offensive-driven. Yeah. But the teams that have a good defense are putting themselves in good positions. Yeah. yeah. Because so. I guess if you're yeah, if your defense can put more pressure on the other team's offense, your offense doesn't have as much pressure to score so much. Right. So one touchdown could win the game. Right. Yeah. That's it. Because you, know? you can have an offense that runs up the score, but if you have a defense that's stopping you from running up yeah. the score, changes everything. Yeah. Because and that's what was super underrated about the Super Bowl was Patriots defense came through yeah. heavily. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. We saw the Kansas City Rams game where it was a shootout. Yeah. And, look, we're saying that's a, that's a Rams team with a good defense, and it was a shootout. And that's a really good offense, but it's like clearly they're lacking something because yep. it was literally who could score first. Yeah. Who, whoever scored the last touchdown won that game. Or like when it came down to the Super Bowl, all right, it's it's now a defensive game. Whoever had the offensive to score one touchdown yeah. won the game. Yeah. So it, it changed dynamically, and I think that's what you're starting to see across the board in a lot of teams is that you have an offense that can score points. Mm-hmm. You have your offensive weapons, but you're also packing in and on defense to trust that they'll make the key stop that they it's need important. to make. Yep. So. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I, You know, the Patriots every season get the walk through because they play two teams. They, they play three teams twice a year. Yeah. That is maybe at least they get one game out of it. Yeah. And if they get a second game, a lot of times it's like a fluke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everyone targets the Patriots because it's the Patriots. Yeah. That game is always circled on the calendar. So if they can get one... It makes them feel like they did something, but those you, if you're playing a team six times, yeah, you know, three teams, you got six games, and you're coming out with that. That's yeah. a big portion of your season to make wins. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's what's so great. I mean, I don't know if we were in a different division, how much it would affect us, but I think that our division being it definitely not helps, but I don't would, think that that's the main reason. I, no, no, well, no yeah, definitely yeah. not. But it I think definitely it does, helps. Do, does it help gives us a gives push. At least four wins. Yeah. Patriots are good at getting people, one, that buy into this. Like, they get veterans that want to stay because you're winning Super Bowls. Yeah, exactly. So you have the guys that's been there, and then you get the young guys that come in and understand that it's do your job or you're yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so... And I think it's just... Belichick's coaching style. I really hope it lives on through Josh. Right. Because there is just their work mentality, their their like focus and drive is unlike anything. It and I think that's part of right. why young yeah, like you said, young guys can come in and just do it. Because, because of how they are trained. It's, it's really all about buying into the system. If you can't buy into the system or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I think so many people forget about the Malcolm Butler situation. Yeah. It was super suspicious. Yep. It was... What do you think was suspicious? Like, what do you I think, just think was going on? They didn't play him against they, the Well, yeah, Eagles. yeah, but what, what do you think was going on? I think he had some, you know, not really ego issues, but, like, 
You know, he became big yeah. from the Super Bowl one, prior. One play. One play. No one knew who Malcolm Butler was until that he play. Was a ba- he was an undrafted rookie that year. Right. That didn't start the game. They took him out. And, like, I've, I've watched the documentary a million times, right? I'm a huge Pats fan. But you, you, you're watching the documentary and, you know, you hear them yelling at him to go. And then they're talking about how they had Malcolm practicing the exact play that they ran in practice every day every day multiple times a day and he just saw it and went and for it, it yeah like it was just luck right. and that then, it was that exact play that he knew so well when they put it put him in right you know and then it's like you take that now you boost this guy's confidence and then a year later he comes back and he's like one of the top wide yeah. corners they're talking about mm-hmm. you yeah. take that it's you give someone that type of confidence it changes your demeanor yeah it's so just like, cra- yeah it's crazy how he came like, just because that one play gave him confidence, and he just became an amazing player. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, right. which is crazy. Just one play just gives you that Right. Boost. But then if you have a coach like Bill Belichick, I think he does it in the correct way where it's like, it's my team. I'm going to do it how I want it to be yeah. done. But at the same time, he does it in a way like, I respect my players. I respect the talent that I have, but you need to do your job. Yeah. And I think, like, you, you take Randy Moss. Randy Moss came there. He did very well for them, yep. but he wasn't the same cocky guy that he was playing in Minnesota and things yeah. like that. You know, you didn't see him doing the same celebrations. It was completely different. You got to be humble. He, to he was a little bit of himself, but you know, yeah. it takes you and it it brings you down a bit. Mm-hmm. And I think what happened was, I heard reports, you know, about him like missing stuff, yeah, not, not practicing, and then it's like, then what happens? You don't, don't play. play. And I think that's. You know, we don't have him anymore, right? We no, he's on Tennessee. And then yeah. think about it. What is, uh, you didn't hear much about him on Tennessee this year? No, no. at all. I, I didn't hear any. I didn't it's, hear his name. It's yeah, right. I, I, it's there's so much that coaching has to do with mm-hmm. the players, and p- people don't realize that. Like the the same players, one year to the next, if there's a different coach, it can completely shift the team. Right, yeah. completely. And then you, uh, it, you have to have a coach that plays into the strong suits of the players that they have. Yeah, and that's think, willing to change the game plan. And I think what it is is that there's teams now that are starting to completely buy into that. Yeah. Aspect. Yeah. You've watched, you know, you've watched it from the aspect of Bill Belichick. Uh-huh. And then you got like coaches like Peterson from the Eagles, McVay from the Rams, who yeah. like, it's. A different, like, not really a different mindset. Like, McVay is, like, his football mind is ridiculous. Yeah. His football IQ is ridiculous. Peterson, it's that I've played, I've coached, I want this relationship with my players yeah. where they feel they can come to me, we can hash it out, but at the same time, like, they respect me and I respect them yeah. enough. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think a lot of people talk about, especially with Philly, how, you know, Chip Kelly was there. He tried to make it a certain culture, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a culture that had that mutual respect. And so that's when McCoy left, that's when Jackson, all of them mm-hmm. got cut mm-hmm. because it wasn't that mutual respect. Like with Peterson, there's a lot of people that are buying into that system because of the mutual respect. Yeah. So it makes the camaraderie so much better. And I think with the Patriots, you buy in. Once you, like, you hear Gronk the last few years. There's been talks about Gronk being traded, yeah, but 
this is the system he wants to play for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wants to play with Tom Brady, you know? And I get that. But it's like, at the same time, when you've bought into a system, it's very hard. Like, all right, Amendola. Mm-hmm. How he, good was he, Danny for awful, the Patriots? Great on the Patriots. Awful on, on the Dolphins. Exactly. And, and it's, a, it's a different system to buy it's, into. Exactly. It's crazy how much something so simple can change everything like that. You know, exactly. the entire dynamic of a player can just change. It, it, it literally shifts everything. Everything. It's wild. You, yeah. you, you buy in and you run with it. And I think that's what makes the Patriots what the Patriots are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, during um, Super Bowl... 49 with the Seahawks. It was 449, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just, you hear the speech. Like, that's when do your job kind of became a thing. Right. You know, you, if everyone gets there and they do what they have to, no excuses, no, you know, oh, I wanted to, you know. Right. Nothing except doing what you're supposed to. Right. And I think no other team, like, they just don't, they're not p- picking up on it right. for some reason. And you think, you think about contracts and stuff yeah like I think about it all the time you never hear the Patriots giving someone a max yeah 50 million because they know contract. that they're going to win because you know, they know right and it's like you like even Tom Brady he's taking pay cuts but it's like they get guys and use them like alright this is gonna be your job this is how we're gonna use you but it's also they don't offer a lot of money to players because they don't have big name players right until they're on the Patriots right and I, like it's just it changes the entire entire like, mentality of even even the players they've let go. Like I think about Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones over the last few years has been the sack leader. Yeah. He's playing for the Cardinals because yeah. and I mean you don't hear about him too much because he's playing for the Cardinals. Yeah. But like under the radar, he's been the sack leader the last two years. Yeah. He was on the Patriots and they got rid of him at a time right before he would be like into contract talks. Yeah. Because it's like, if they can get someone that just buys in and does their job, does the job that they need them to, that's all that matters. Yep. They don't need to get all these high... Like, if they can get a high-end talent... They will. Like, it, it, and I think what happens is they got a good thing going because they don't need to get high-end talent, but high-end talent wants to go there because it's the Patriots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they get these guys that are like, look, they're blessed to be there. You're winning Super Bowls, and all you need to do is your job. Yeah, I think I feel yeah. like it makes it simple for players. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, like I, the the coaching has so much to do with it. Like it, it just makes it so right. Like I, I don't even know where I, I heard this, but it was like, you know, the less the the less rules a coach has, you know, the players don't break as many. You know, like right. like they don't mess up as much because right. there's nothing to mess up. Do your job. It's simple. That is that. That's, that's the it. one rule they have. Right. Right. And it works. That's why they have those star star people. They don't need extra. They just need. They need the one thing they need. So catch the ball and run with it. Like yeah. why? Like just. Right. And I think Hogan catch the ball, run with yeah. it, and that's all we need from you. Yeah. And I think like that's the thing is they have people like the vet, like Chris Hogan. I would consider a veteran. Yeah. He's been on that team for a bit. He's won a few Super Bowls yes. now. You know what I mean? It's like you take that person and like, and I think. Having people like Legarrette Blount go to Philly, yeah, like Malcolm Jenkins who won a Super Bowl with the Saints, be on Philly. Mm-hmm. Like you take those guys, put them on teams, and if you have people buy in, it 
one thing I saw, and I, like, you know, people talk about Tom Brady. People talk about hating the Patriots. Like, the one thing I think about, and it stuck with me ever since I saw it, was, you know, Tom Brady talking to me, I think it was Hightower or something at the time, and he was upset. He didn't, he got snubbed for the yeah. Pro Bowl. And it's like, Tom's been to a few Pro Bowls. Yeah. He's been voted for Pro Bowls. Yeah. You know, it's Tom Brady, the GOAT. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, it's the idea of we're not here for anything else but to win championships. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you buy into that, you don't care who's being talked as as the best person. You don't care. If you just do your job yes. because we're here to win championships. Exactly. However you do it. You, you take out all the noise. You don't worry about what people are saying right. about you. You play the game of football, and it's it's right. it's crazy how that works. Right, and and that's what, and I think that's where Philly has kind of got it from the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And this idea that like we don't care who's getting the wealth, we don't care who's making uh-huh. the plays. Yeah, we're yeah. here to win games, and we want to win championships. Yep. It's not about who's got the most stats. Yeah, it's exactly. not about who's doing this, that, and the third. We're here to win games, and but I think everyone has a little bit, little bit of a tweak to that system. Philly mm-hmm. was all about like, let's in, take this in, enjoy the life we're having, have fun doing it, and let's play for each other, win games. Yeah, the Patriots, it's I, from everything I've heard, it's always like a little bit strict of a system. Like yeah. you know, it's mindset. Do your job. We're here to win championships. If you're not about that, you're out. Yeah, and it, everyone has it a little bit better. When you're winning, you're having fun. Yeah, exactly. When you have the camaraderie and you're trying to win, you're having fun. Yeah. It's trying to find that medium. And, and I think people look at it differently because it's like, oh, the Patriots are so strict. And some people don't like going to the Patriots because it's, it's yeah. a different thing. But at the same time, once you start winning games, you're winning Super Bowls, you love it. But then it's like you got a team, like, you know, Kansas City doing the celebration, teams doing the celebration, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You're having fun. You're winning, and it's a different. Type but I feel of like you field. focus so much on having fun, right? That you don't you don't focus on you know right. playing the game well, and you have to have that middle ground. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like you, gotta find... you don't see the Patriots doing celebrations. No. You don't see them I mean, like, on because, camera you know, doing. Let's like, go. <laughs> that's right. about it. Yeah, you know? right. like tapping tapping helmets. That's it. I they think don't it shows you know, the, the traditional Gronk spike. You know, Brady yeah. does his yelling, and he yep. gets excited. They get excited, but it's. It's nothing. Everyone gets excited. over the top. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And that and that's it's a humble environment. Right. As much as everyone says that they are cocky and you know patriots, boys. Fit, you know exactly. Yeah. we we're humble in the fact that we don't like we just do it. Right. We like Brady. Like his you know after the Super Bowl after the AFC Championship, he posted videos of him shrugging. He doesn't need to say anything. He, that okay, that's a cocky move. Yeah, but, I, I mean, but it, it's you it, want it's, to take super. You, you you have a right to be cocky. But yeah, you do because if but, you can back it up, you can be a little cocky. But I'm saying like he. But but think about just when shut he, people up. Right, and but the, you think about it, it's like when are you being cocky? After everything is all done. Yeah, you're not doing it. Like you you have your cockiness during the season. Yeah. Like I think the Patriots got a little cocky during. Playoff time because it was like everyone, everybody, everyone said was talking they were about out. like oh underdog this, underdog that, but no one really thinks of the Patriots as underdog. Yeah, they just they think just that these teams, right? I think what a lot of the underdog talk came from for the Patriots was this idea that the Patriots going into playoff time weren't playing their best football. Yeah, 
and there's these teams. You got Kansas City, you got the Chargers, who are playing exceptional football mm-hmm. heading into playoff time. Yep. But when you're done there, you've been been there before. You know what yeah. it takes. Yeah. So like, then the Patriots come and they're like, like "We've been doing this before." We've been, yeah, exactly. Like, you can count so. like it's you're just adding a little bit motivation to the fire. Let us show us like let's exactly. let us show you that we've been exactly. Here. Like I don't um what's his name? He's he's on some talk show. I don't even remember his name. He's idiotic in my opinion because he hates everything Boston. Oh but yeah, I don't know. Max is it oh, Max, Max Kellerman? Yes, yeah. yes, Kellerman. No, he. He said that he doesn't think Tom Brady is top five quarterbacks in the league. He said that earlier in the year before playoffs started. And it's like, how? how? Right. I feel like it's just because he doesn't like him. Like, the stats, yeah, that shows it. Just, you know, how, how good he always is shows and it. And just like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how, yeah, I feel like everyone's trying to bring him down, but it's just firing him up more. Yeah, and I think I th- see. I think what happens is like people want to talk about the games that are bad. Yeah, the games that are bad, obviously they're bad. Yeah, you can't get past that. And then as soon as a game is bad, it's like, oh, is is Tom Brady really who we think he is? Is Tom can, is Tom Brady on, really the like, best but, quarterback but of you, all time? You know, you see it with yeah. every team. Yeah. Like, oh, Dak Prescott. Oh, he's playing on fire right now. Is it? Like, yeah, him or you know what I mean. Like, oh, same thing with Carson Wentz. Oh, you know, why is everything changed because Nick Foles is in there? Yeah, but if you think about it, like, Nick Foles came in and yes, they started winning games, but everyone's whole demeanor changed after a particular game. Yeah, and it just so happened to be that first game without Carson yeah. Wentz. You know what I mean? So like, they always have these narratives, and people use them to sway and make headlines. And stuff like that. And then for like teams like the Patriots, it's just kind of like, all right, yeah, we hear you. Yeah. This is what you're saying. All right, let us show you really what the deal is. Yep. Yeah. And they come in and get the job done. You yeah. know what I mean? And like that's really the key. is, And you see all these teams buying into coaches, buying into players. It's really whatever mentality you need to have. Like, so it'll be too. Like, all right, we, you see now on paper, Cleveland's good. Yep. Jets may be good. Yep. Like, there's a lot of teams that are... They, they just kind of execute. done a lot on paper. Wow. They've done a lot on paper, yep. and it's like, now they got to not only execute, but they got to find what their system is. Yeah. What's going to be their tell-off? For the Patriots, is get the job done. Mm-hmm. For, you know, teams like Kansas City and stuff like that, is maybe the camaraderie, let's work together, yeah. let's play for each other. You know what I mean? Like, we'll play for the people that are in this building, and let's have fun doing it. Yep. Everyone has the system, their tell-all, this is what we're doing. This is what we're playing mm-hmm. for. But I think what makes it separates the good teams from the great teams, the teams like the Patriots who are a dynasty to this day, yeah. is you stick to one system, you buy into that system. Not necessarily anyone who's not in this system get out, but you're going to buy into, and if at some point you're not buying into what we're about here, yeah, I'm not I'm like, and I think that's what's crazy too is that you have a coach like Bill Belichick who, in the Super Bowl, in the biggest game of ever, yeah. ever for yeah. them, you know what I mean? It's like you take that and it's like, nah, you're not buying into our system. Yep, 
you're not, you're not playing. You're not playing the way that we play, so right. you're, you're not going to play. So you're yeah. not going to play. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he t- I mean, you could see it in the beginning of the game. They took some hits with, you know, not a veteran player yep. playing on Alshon Jeffrey, Alshon mm-hmm. Jeffrey making plays. They took some hits in that beginning of the game when that I happened, feel like that just proves like, the the seriousness of Bill right, Belichick right. because he was willing to risk a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that having Butler in would have made us win, but we might have had a better chance because then all of our all the cornerbacks shift, everyone's covered a little bit harder, right? And like it, that could have changed the entire game. And he's willing to risk a Super Bowl because he wants his team to work well, right? Yeah. And he has to he has to set the example to his team, no matter the situation. That do your job. Yep. Do what we're asking you to do. And we'll go from there. Yep. Yeah. So. I agree. Well. going to be an interesting NFL year for sure. It definitely will a lot be. Of, a, lot of, a lot of potential all around. Still some big teams out there still. Just going to be good That'll to see the season. It's going to be yeah. well uh, yeah. separated and then this the, year. Even in the draft. Draft's coming up. It's going to be mm-hmm. big draft. A lot of teams that need a lot of things. A lot of things. Yep. Yes. So it'll be see how that draft goes and how that plays in the, these teams as well, because you got you know the Tariq Hill thing, the Kareem Hunt thing. Yep. A lot of pieces that need to be worked out now because for of sure, life happens. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, I think uh, let's call it a day. Thank you for c- coming on, Donovan. Sounds I good. appreciate Thank, it. Thanks yeah. for having me. Really appreciate um, it. Yeah. So. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Um, Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next Saturday at 10 p.m.